I also like I've never actually like personally known a British person like I've met them but like I've never really known one you know I do one of my good friends mm-hmm. from high school and British. I f- I feel like if I knew one, one that they would hate me because I'd probably make fun of them the whole time yeah Rina Sawayama is British that's just the horniness talking Molly you don't mean it huh okay what'd you say <laughs> I wasn't listening <laughs> the moment's re- passed you know what I think about a lot the one time we recorded Teeth on Tipsy Terror and the whole time there was a voice changer on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's this? We were, when we watched Teeth for Tipsy Terror, for some reason, the sound box they used for, like, had a weird sound effect on it yeah. where everything was, like, deeper. It, like, pitched it down and we just didn't enough. Realize, and we realized when we went to record after and then, like, he adjusted it and then we watched a clip from the movie and I was like, oh my god, it's because <laughs> sounded so different because the whole movie we watched it with a voice changer and were you just like why do they all talk like that yeah i was just like oh i guess they all have deep voices that's fine different on here yeah no it is whoa that was cool what's up (laughs) yeah it was like that (laughs) the whole time use that for you the whole podcast wait can you do (laughs) it um what do you want i don't know just make it sound cool uh, yeah. I feel I like mean, once every eight months or so we rediscover these voice changers. I like no. the voice change. Oh, uh, you're high pitched. No! That's annoying! <laughs> no! Okay, you're low pitched. Oh, thank god. I feel cool. Um. I'm back to normal. <laughs> Am I still so delightful? Yeah. I'm, I'm so flamboyant. I go all the way. I can't wait to hear that. Live. I was literally gonna say, I was literally gonna say, Molly just wants to sound like Dorian Electra. I do. <laughs> you do that. I do so much, actually. Thank you, Quinn, for bringing that to my attention. Let me change it to something else. Let's see, what is this? Try talking. Me? 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 There's an Ooh, echo. Ooh, an echo. Ooh. Milady is gentle. Milady is kind. I'm sad that we can't hear it from our end. Only Harish can hear it over here. Oh really? So the whole time he could be manipulating your voices. You can. can. I fucking love that. I wouldn't know. I would never know. Sorry, Sorry. if I'm British, I say shite. (laughs) Shite. (laughs) Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello, and welcome to another episode of One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I saw Goody Pogue Perry convening with the devil. (laughs) Goody Pope. Quinn, you stop saying your name. (laughs) Well, they know who I am. My my mom knows who I am. Okay, no one else is listening. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, your mom and my brother know who you are. <laughs> um, today is um, an annual tradition. As we close out Spookvember, uh, the spookiest month of the year, we once again um, are invited on our good friends over at Tipsy Terror. Woo! Yay! Woo! Hello. So, um, quick introduction. Why don't you guys just... Say your name, names and fun fact. Fun fact, yeah. You have to tell me ahead two, of time if a I two need truths a fun and a lie from each of you. <laughs> I have to think about that. Um, well, maybe have a more fun I'll, I'll explain. 
Tipsy Terror is a podcast where they watch um, horror yeah. movies. So if you like horror movies, um, when you want to celebrate Spookvember year-round, head over to Tipsy Terror. <laughs> yep. Or if you want to watch movies that are, or listen to movies that are not necessarily awful. My name is Harish, and uh, my fun fact is I've been on the One Star Podcast three times? I don't even know. No, you've been on more. Four times? This this is four? Well, how many is this for Tipsy Terror? This is the third, right? Third. Third. What did we do last year? We Uh, did. We did um, Smiley. Crywolf and Smiley. Smiley. We did Cry Wolf. We did Cry we did Wolf for Tipsy Christmas. Terror. Yeah. Oh. Cry and then Wolf we did Black Christmas. Terror. Yeah. And you did Suicide Squad. So yeah, this is your fourth. I'm yeah. the Joker, baby. <laughs> hey, you should listen to. Ed and that's Molly's fun fact. No, I have a better fun fact. <laughs> what is it? What's your I fun have fact? Two fun fact. So I'm Molly. Um, I have two fun facts. One, I am deep in my Dorian Electra phase. Um. Sorry, everyone. And um, my second fun fact is that I'm heterosexual. <laughs> Only one of those fun facts is true. Take a guess. <laughs> yeah, take a guess which one. I didn't lie. My third fun fact is that the, I'm not those, a liar. Those two statements back to back are directly contradictory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am a heterosexual woman. Hey, I said two truths and a lie, not two lies and a truth. (laughs) The truth was, I'm the Joker, baby. (laughs) I'm the Joker, baby. Oh, no. Get me out. Oh, the fun fact is that I'm the worst host over at Tipsy Terror. I thought we all agreed to be second worst. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the second worst. All right. and And what's your name? I'm Sam. I get really stressed out and I freeze when I have to think of a fun fact because I'm like, I think of a fun fact and I'm like, no, I know I have a better one than that. And then everyone I come up with just isn't good enough to be a fun fact. So, what's a fun fact about me? Somebody You're said. bad at making up fun facts. I am. I am. I ha- I just have too many. You have a Frankenstein tattoo. I guess. I mean, everyone knows <laughs> that about me. I, my go-to, I, I guess. That. My go-to is that I've performed... Um, I believe three halftime shows for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's, That's cool. Kind of I didn't know that. I was yeah, like I eight years old uh, during their seven. Or no, I think I was like eight, nine and ten. So it's not. I was with like literally hundreds of other people on the field. That's still a yeah, good fact, fun fact. That's so cool. My, it I was cool. there when Emmett Smith broke his world rushing record thing and there, a bunch of people formed a giant 22 on the field when he did that and i was in the 22 oh wow. cute nice. people find well, out stuff like that about me and they're the like i would not have guessed went. that what i was kidding i was like was that his number or the amount of yards <laughs> yeah he, he ran 22 whole yards that night <laughs> i was like wow that is earth shattering <laughs> World record football joke. Number of run, <laughs> um, good, run. As we know with this group, some good hu- football humor really. I know. <laughs> really goes oh, a long oh, way. That's oh, why I, I felt the fact. need to explain. I have, <laughs> I have a football fun fact. I kicked Quinn's ass at fantasy this week. <laughs> Wait, y'all are Molly, right? I, Molly. Molly, I don't know. I did not look at it at all. I haven't set my lineup since I don't the know draft, if that hurts bitch. You. Okay, cool. I, so, that was just luck of the draw. 
No, it wasn't. I Same knew Maurice, Molly would you like to join Quinn our fantasy? Uh, fan- fantasy football league All next year? All three of us are a fantasy league together. I did not know Quinn did it. I no. believe I knew Lauren did fantasy. I did not know Quinn did it. Oh, I'm. I was. I got second place last year. I did well. He's a. He's and a all set and forget it. <laughs> so wait, do y'all keep track of football, or do you just check in at the end of the season? No, I just. Well, I, I. I usually every week I like look at it and sub like who isn't playing that week, but that's all I do. I set my lineup once at the beginning of the season and forget every week to change it. I don't go out of my way to watch non-browns games but sometimes i do if it's on i'll pay attention to who my players are but i don't go out of my way for that the only, i have but i do i do check it a lot on sunday like an embarrassing amount i um we used to live with emily and field every now and then i'd watch football because field would be watching it but i haven't watched it since we stopped living with those guys field loves football he's like a guy who like yells at the tv and stuff Mm. Gets really I don't think it. you'd in- enjoy our house on Sundays then. No, <laughs> I don't have a problem that. with that. No, cool. I just don't, I don't think Field comes off as the type of person who would do that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, my family is big into football too, and I'm in a, le- a fantasy league with them as well. So I'm in two, which is funny because I don't care. <laughs> I'm only in the one, and it's for no money. <laughs> it's just for fun. Oh, I full wouldn't um, be doing it if it was for money. What if you were like twenty bucks? I'm out. Wait, you guys didn't Too have rich. to pay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got words with Tyler now. Did I get where the Millard? <laughs> you guys are getting paid. So, so we watched the Covenant this week. Boy, yeah. did we. Notoriously um, homosexual film. I was, yeah, very much. Once again, we had a streak of one of following our rules. <laughs> um, we broke them again because there's a lot of stars in this. I'd say, like, though, I mean, like, I don't know if you say Chase Crawford that everybody knows who that is. I you know what know I mean? Who that is like right. Harish. I knew. Made it through the film with us talking about the guy multiple times and still had no idea who we were talking about. Nope. And also, but I think I Sebastian don't... Stan is famous enough. Yeah, Sebastian Stan is the star because I don't think Taylor Kitsch also is a household. I don't think he's a household name either. He is, he is in my house. <laughs> he's been in so many blockbuster movies. Like Battleship. Like Battleship. <laughs> and, and John, John Carter. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should absolutely do John Carter one day. For that we stand Tim Riggins. <laughs> I love Tim Riggins so much. And I love Stephen Strait. Yeah. I think that's you know, he's, right. Okay, yeah. He's in that um he's one of the stars of that Amazon show that starts with an E. That superhero Expanse. Expanse, yeah, not superhero, like dystopian. It's just Space, yeah. I think. Space, yeah. yeah. The Expanse. But he's, he's one of the best stars. known to us. As War and Peace from <gasps> the masterpiece that is Sky High. Mm-hmm. Once you realize it's him, you, he changes. And we didn't realize till Sam Blevins said something about yeah. it. In the middle of the movie, I came to that realization. Thanks. I don't and then, remember who that is from that movie. He's the hot guy. He's You'll like, have to be more specific. He shoots flames from his hands. Movie. It feels like... That movie. You can't just say the hot guy and only mean one person. It feels I like know, it's, Bruce Campbell's as soon also as... In it. 
<laughs> as soon as what? we knew it was Warren Case. Yeah, he's the coach. Oh my god. Lauren? Um, as soon as we knew it was Warren Peace, he started like talking really deep and like yeah, lowering he his head. Um, very Warren Peace esque. It's almost like he knew we figured it out and was like, I'm gonna give you what you want. Like he towards the end there was a scene where he like literally his chin was basically touching his chest and I was like like he's doing it. He's doing it. That he's was doing an it. intentional choice by the director. They wrote in the script, they were like Okay, at this point, they're gonna realize the audience is gonna realize <laughs> that the actor Warren is piece. from this other movie. It's like the, so the Kubrick stare do the that Eddie Ryan does. It's the War and Peace stare. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see our cat? She's right She's kind of blending into stuff right She's now. Blessed. She's like fully blending in. Little baby. Um. Yeah. So if we're talking one star, I guess it's it's Sebastian Stan just by like name. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a, for a lot of stars to us <laughs> within the movie. So the what? Girl from she's the man. Both of the girls are, even though I don't know who the one is. But... I had to look up the other. The other girl was um, <laughs> one of her friends from the first school. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Yvonne, but I did recognize the blonde uh, almost immediately. What made you pick the Covenant? I had not even heard of it. I Maybe just heard like... that it was like notoriously bad and then like very unintentionally homoerotic and those are two things that appeal to me in a movie (laughs) so uh, that's why i suggested it nice yeah i thought i had never heard of it until we got to that scene in the locker room where the guy basically chokes sebastian stan and he like smiles about it and then i was like nope i've seen this clip before on the internet (laughs) I've never heard yeah. of it and never seen it, and I still don't know what it is. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Same yeah, so not much histories, but I like I like that it was all a first time watch for everyone. We don't have many of those. I know. Yeah, yeah I liked that. I, um, it was um, didn't know what to expect going into this, except for Smiley. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Smiley. <laughs> That was also a first time watch for everyone. Wasn't Black Christmas also a first time watch for everybody? Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, that's true. It's a oh, tradition yeah, here. Wow. Anyway, Black I'd seen the kill count on it, so I don't know where that counts. Mm-hmm. I, that's not seeing it. It doesn't count. No, I'm kidding. Molly, did you want to read letterbox reviews? Yeah, I do so much. I found some funny ones. So this is a segment on Tipsy Terror, but we're gonna we're gonna do a blend today. A crossover action. Do you guys want to guess how many stars there are, like we do on our podcast? Like how many stars each review has, or do you just sure? Want to if you them? want to, no, it's up to you. It's your pod. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm infringing on the bit. I don't. No, y'all can guess if we're guessing. Y'all might as well guess. Okay, we'll guess. We'll guess. All right. This is a movie about four man-witches who have to take on a fifth man-witch in a magic bubble fight. There's also a butt. <laughs> four stars. That's Two stars. one-star review. Two stars. It's one star. Good job, Quinn. Uh, Woo! Wow. What if we kissed in your bathroom with your dying girlfriend laying in bed after I kicked your ass and demanded you transfer me all your magic powers on your 18th birthday in an old burning <laughs> barn, and we were both boys? <laughs> 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 two stars. Two stars. Two. Uh, five stars. That review made me like this movie more. Go Half ahead. A star. <laughs> I, hated it. 
I wish I could quit this film. It has made me its weatch. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a weird line. Two and um, a half stars. One. Star. Four and a half. Five stars. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Four times in a week is enough. <laughs> um, two half star three stars four five stars wow damn it I was close <laughs> a feature length Linkin Park music video and that's not a compliment <laughs> half a oh, star have I ever told you that my cousin she was the president of like the local chapter of our of a Linkin Park fan club actually wow. I didn't know that she would babysit we us. She would like <laughs> log in. <laughs> when she would babysit us, I remember she would like go to our computer room and like log in to the Lincoln Park fan page website, like moderate from God, there. God, that rules. Fundamental memory of childhood. Three stars. Two stars. I don't One. remember what I said. I think I said half. Great job, Lauren. One star. <laughs> Um, made me realize I was gay as a tween. Horrible Five. movie, though. Five stars. <laughs> Four stars. Two stars. One star. One and a half. Aw. Oh. Damn it. Sebastian Stan, take off your black eye contacts and your emo leather boots and come talk to me. Five. Uh, Four. Two. One. <laughs> one and a half. Damn it. I, I got two one and more. Half. <laughs> the things I do for white men whose dicks I want to suck. Oh my god. Wow. Um, <laughs> half star. Half. Actually, one star. three. One star. Damn it. Well. I got one more. I wish Sebastian Stan would look at me the way he looks at every man on God's green earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fiver. That's a fiver. Oh that does sound like a fiver, so I'll say three four and a half. Stars. Four. Two stars. What? Wow. Great job, everyone. Thanks for letting me do that. I that was that a good much. one. I liked that one a lot. Those are good reviews. Yeah, so just a little hobo. Just a little bit. A yeah. little bit. My review, not gay enough. That was, that's what I wrote. I just did my letterbox <laughs> review and all I wrote was not gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Although they did, they did kiss. So like, that's more than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, Still not enough. True. You set up it, all this homoeroticism and you don't deliver. Mm. Mm. We'll just quickly kind of scan through the movie. We won't spend that much time on it, but it does open it's... with a script exposition that scrolls across way too fast for human eyes to read. Yeah, yeah. So, it was trucking it. Had zero idea what was going on. It like was it was so, I just, it was so fast. I thought this was said Wisconsin when it wasn't. <laughs> where was Something it? I'm so... not going to explain where that confusion happened, but it was there. All I'm I know is that it was set in Ip- Ipswich. Ipswich, yeah. yeah, in Massachusetts, maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. And... They're, they're talking about Salem the whole time. Yeah, and there's a book of damnation. And mm. uh, some families made a covenant. That's all I got from it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that, like, one had disappeared, like, or something like that until, like, a little bit in the movie when we were talking about yeah. it. Like, the 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 words at the beginning just, it was too much information at once. You can't mm-hmm. take it all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Is it gay to start a group with five guys? And that it starts with a fucking bang, too. Because, like, you don't even know what? a character's name, and people are already just hopping off cliffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so much. One by one, hopping off a cliff. We love it. Which is also really irresponsible for half of the movie to for the one guy to be preaching that it, you shouldn't be using your powers yeah. unless you really need to and then the first thing we see him do is jump off a cliff and then fly somewhere yeah 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 i felt like there was supposed to be some sort of like because like when they're doing magic their eyes don't always do that like eye thing you know it's only sometimes so- I think you're only. I think it's only like addictive quote whenever you're doing that like extreme magic. But when you're doing like casual magic, I don't think it's as big of a deal. But like, I think like their line is like, "Oh, we only do it together sometimes," you know. And it's like, also, what are the rules here? What? That is a yeah, little gay. just like the Beatles. <laughs> God. Um, what was the thing about ascending? Because like they. They already had magic powers, but there was this whole thing about, like, when they turn 18, they ascend. And does that just mean they get stronger powers? I guess. Yeah, I think think it's like you get your adult powers. It's like witch puberty. Oh, yeah, he did say that at the end. He was like, at 13, you get a little taste. And then at 18, (laughs) you get your full powers. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go to this party where we meet the girls from She's the Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all the dialogue is recorded separately. <laughs> it's so bizarre. The whole movie, it sounds like they just, like, redubbed everything. Yeah. Because um, it's just so crisp, even... The whole movie is really a cacophony of noises. <laughs> right. Yeah, the... It's wild. The songs but are... But then the dialogue is so crisp, to a point where you're like, this is wrong. <laughs> And then uh, the cops come to the party and they have to dash away. And that's when we get the line, Harry Potter can kiss my ass. So <laughs> That was funny. That made me laugh. And then that, uh, quote, that quote is very popular on Letterboxd. Really? I noticed that. Yeah. Well. And then. Uh, I can see that. One of the kids, like, is left behind, I guess. Or left in a car. Is no. this when that guy dies? I thought that was the guy that puked on the guy. Is that the one who know. dies in the car? I think so. Someone dies in a car? Yeah. And the cops it find the car. It doesn't really matter a whole lot. Yeah. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guy. Kind of died for nothing there. Yeah. No, I like it. It's because they, like, put... The gay boys are the ones who matter to the plot in this movie, and that's different. Also, everyone calls them the sons of Ipswich. Like, and nobody just immediately... Because (laughs) I hear a group called the sons of Ipswich, I'm assuming they're witches already. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Because they're the sons of the witches that you couldn't burn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole thing, is like, everyone knows that that's like their ancestry but everyone's like but they're not witches no way (laughs) they're really not trying to be secretive about it either they're the sons of the witches you could have burned except for sebastian stan because (laughs) you did successfully burn that one (laughs) (laughs) but we still survived so what you gonna do 
So I don't have very many plot-based notes. Because it doesn't seem to be a very plot-based movie. No, it's really just a lot of... Like, they go to a bar, and then they get into a fight, because the one keeps using powers. And I'm pretty sure the one... You're getting so far ahead, and I love that. I'm pretty sure... Because two of the the sons of Ipswich... Ipswich? Ipswich. Two of them like the one the blonde from She's the Man and the one like creepily like watches her in the shower, I think. Is that uh, what that was, was happening? There was that was Sebastian Stan that, doing I'm pretty that, sure, yeah, that I was think. Sebastian Stan doing. Mm-hmm. That was before well, we knew it was he was a, bad. It was a weird ghost monster. It definitely was him. Was. Yeah. So two and of them also, like her and they're fighting over her. That's a thing. Yeah, and Taylor Kitsch likes her friend. They're dating. Yeah, they're they're dating. they've been yeah. together. Kate, I oh. think the friend's name is. Taylor Jealous. Kitsch, whose name, as I referenced earlier, for some reason is Pogue Perry. <laughs> Pogue like, Perry. his Christian name is Pogue Perry. I'm well, actually, Tim Riggins. I read on the IMDb that I think on his, like, ID it said Christopher, but Christopher <laughs> Perry... But then on, like, the yearbook, it said Nicholas Perry. Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> they couldn't even get his name right. What? I like how they settled. They were like, Christopher Nicholas, I don't know what to do. Let's just go Pogue. <laughs> we're going like, Pogue. that'll solve everything. We're going Pogue. We're going Pogue. <laughs> Instead of naming him Pogue Perry, he should have been named Parker Posey and been played by Parker Posey. No. This movie would have been better for it. No, because no, yes. I don't want to been. That makes it a little straighter, though. Does it? No, Parker Posey makes things gay. You're yeah, right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Parker Posey's sheer presence Kate. is not straight. I love Parker Posey. You know this, but Taylor Hitch is gonna beat her every time. No, me. no. Okay. Meninist or whatever. Maybe you here. are straight. I don't know. <laughs> I said it. What? That was my fucking fact. <laughs> what? Oh my god, this is so rude. I'm sick of being persecuted as a <laughs> meninist and as a heterosexual woman. Yeah. Like, Cancel so culture. Culture is <laughs> all. Well, that's why I think you would like this movie, Molly, because I believe the origins were also quite meninist. And the fact that they okay. were like, the craft was so successful, but we want boys to watch it. I do have to stop you right here. I have to stop this Molly's a meninist bit before it gets too far. I can't let this go on. Oh, you guys were doing a bit? <laughs> uh-huh. Men's rights. But yeah, I believe the origins of this movie were that they, the craft came out, was successful, and they're like, but that's for girls. And yeah. so this is the men's version. This we is... have to do something manly, like a covenant. This is by men, for men. For by men. For... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, though, because like, this movie is one of those things where it's like, it's so straight, it's gay. You know how like all straight stuff yeah. tends to lean that way? Like, I don't know. Um, whoever was covering these actors like bare bodies with as much sweat as possible, yeah. they couldn't have been doing that for any heterosexual they reason. Were <laughs> them down. They were the wettest boys I've ever seen. They every time they showed them waking up in bed, they were just fully 
drenched in sweat. <laughs> and sometimes, like, not even that. In the final showdown, when they come to face-to-face, they're both just soaking wet. And for what reason? <laughs> That's what happens when someone uses their powers. <laughs> when you're you just using... Get wet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did we mention that they all know when someone uses their powers? Yeah, they can sense it, basically. Sense, yeah. Yeah. What kind of they, wolf pack bullshit is that? They basically have spiny sense, but for each other's witchiness. Yeah, yeah. They um, can read each other's thoughts, like is, in Twilight. Which, um, how we got to the quote, someone's using the powers big time. That's <laughs> <laughs> a quote that I wrote down at some point. I don't remember where. Thank God or what happened. I just don't get, like, why did the writers feel the need to say, like, using like that? You know what I mean? Like, throughout the whole movie, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. someone's using too much. It was like, what made you think that you needed to use that terminology? In a way. Because it's a is... drug metaphor. Yeah, I this know, is, but well, why? This movie is kind of an addiction allegory. It's very <laughs> subtle. You might not notice it. It's but... very subtle. They don't say it verbatim all the time. No. <laughs> Literally every chance they get. Like, you can tell by the look in their eyes when they use their powers, and then right after when they're like, oh, this is so addicting. That's why they're so sweaty. <laughs> oh, that is why they're so sweaty. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Nobody looked at the script and said, like, maybe we can add some nuance. <laughs> it's like, nobody thought that. It, it reminds me of that one meme that's like, I know writers who use subtlety. They're all cowards. <laughs> It's so, using magic is so addictive that if you do it too much, you'll be an old man at 40. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a part of it. Apparently, the more you use your powers, the more you age for some reason. But what if you used your, I mean, I'm sure we'll, a big point of discussion while we're watching is what are the rules of these powers? Because it's really... Confusing. Because, like, why couldn't you just use your powers to keep you young? Couldn't you just use that as a spell? No, you age normally. They don't do spells. They just shoot magic out of their hands. That was what the main guy was saying. He was like, um, like your body degrades. It's not the power that that causes your body to degrade. It's just that your body degrades or something like that. It was weird. They didn't explain it well enough. No. Or they over-explained it so many times that it no longer made sense to me. Well, they just had, like, a thing that they wanted to do and they didn't think it through. Like, they were just like, oh yeah, and this. So we can make I a like, weird plot point out of it. I like how they were seemingly all-powerful and really could do any sort of magic they wanted to do accomplish anything except for that. Yeah. 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 Like, the they've, coolest- they've shown to have no limits except for the fact that they maybe can't undo aging but they can do anything else yeah the they have all sorts of powers like causing a woman's skirt to blow up so that they can see whether or not she's wearing underwear or Uh um like imagine if that's like the last the one that like puts you over a hundred years old and kills you (laughs) (laughs) worth it like that's the most complex spell there is you just become so addicted to seeing women's butts. <laughs> um, but uh, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, someone just like disintegrates them and their car 
when they're getting hit by a truck and then reconstitutes the car on the other side of the truck and they're completely fine. And that was pretty cool. Pretty cool trick. But also, like, that versus um, just causing some wind. Yep, same amount of magic. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, no they one never look any like, older. Why would you use your powers so strongly? Like, no one reacted to that one. You know, they were. I know, he could have used. He could have even done like a lesser spell to just move the car out of the way. Yeah. But he chose to go with that. <laughs> right. Thank God he did. It was fun. I enjoyed that part. But like, um, they never looked any older either. Even though they were using a lot of magic throughout the film. Right. So it's yeah. Like, like, when does the aging start? What's the frequency in which you have to be doing magic for it to age you? Like literally every second of the day, because these guys are just throwing this shit left and right. Mm-hmm. And how old Maybe it's was once you ascend? Well, how old was Sebastian Stan? Because didn't they find like a birth record saying he like died at eighteen or something weird? Uh, no, his parents died at eighteen. His parents died like when he turned eight on his eighteenth birthday, or something. Oh, so he killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Which the, I think they did say. And also, like, wasn't he born in nineteen eighty-eight? Yeah, but that would attract. This movie is what, 2006? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, basically, like, Sebastian Stan isn't in the coven friend group. And he's becoming right. friends with the girls. And they don't like that, um, I guess. <laughs> it's it's hard. We're trying to, like, recall the plot. But, like, any it's... good gay movie, it, this is, like, at least 30% longing. <laughs> so there's like not much plot. Yeah. Um and then um but basically they're like someone's using their powers. They think it's the one friend, but it's such a clear red herring that it's not. Yeah. Um, oh my god, yeah. There's the they one totally forget guy. about Blondie. They do. In the end, he disappears even though he's like set up to be like a secondary antagonist. Yeah. He just evaporates from the film. He was just there to get in a, f- a alley bar fight with our main guy. Right. Right, just to be a red herring. And yeah, just once like they communism. introduce the Sebastian Stan turn, they're like, well, we don't need this guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Him and Chase Crawford don't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, Chase Crawford honestly never really mattered in the movie. Like, several scenes genuinely... you guys were like, where is he? And I'm like, he was standing right there. No, I full on, I did not. I was like, when is he showing up? But he, he had already a, been on screen multiple times. He was, times. like, the second guy on the screen when they jumped off the cliffs. Like, he was there the whole time. Shocking to me. I didn't realize until after we were, like, talking about it for a while that I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're also swimmers. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get into their swimming technique yes. with our resident swimming expert, Lauren Malaterno. Well... It really wasn't that bad. Um, Ooh, uh, the segment is called Laps with Lauren. <laughs> yes. I love that. Um, their butterfly kick was pretty impressive. Gotta say. Um, fly is the hardest stroke. Um, and they did that. I mean, there's no way that the the actors were the ones swimming that. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> but part of the end... So Sebastian Stan and... Tim, who was racing? I know we uh, talked about it. War and Peace. War and Peace. War and Peace and Sebastian Stan were racing, and and War and Peace used magic to beat him. 
No, Sebastian no, Stan yeah. uses magic to beat him, and War and Peace realizes, holy shit, this guy, who we didn't think has magic, has magic. We should look into him. And that's when they start researching him. He uses magic. I like magic. how he, he was, like, willing to forsake his whole plan to win a swim meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very stupid. He, and... he uses magic to make him hit his head. Yeah. Oh, that's what the magic he used for. Okay, wait, okay, yeah. well then we have to hold up here. <laughs> because, <laughs> one, to be fair, if you hit your head on the wall, that would stop the clock. <laughs> 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 like, it doesn't need to be your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if he hit his head before he touched the wall, I mean, War and Peace would have still won. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but also that makes sense for if the magic was used because no competitive swimmer would just hit their head swimming freestyle backstroke yes that is po- more possible but still not likely but freestyle you're just staring at the wall the whole time <laughs> and I feel like your arms are pretty much in front of you for they are 90% of the time and, so you're not gonna smash in and if you are a what's he's supposed to be like the star swimmer of some shit like that's not you're not gonna hit your head but if it was magic i guess that's excused but again if he hit his head before he touched the wall i mean he still won (laughs) it doesn't really matter um that's a that's another reason i know like this movie was it's weird because it's like was made for boys but at the same time it definitely wasn't because these little tiny swim trunks these guys are prancing around it is for gay boys. The females. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm saying in the heads of the people who are making it. Oh yeah, I know. But yeah. the thing is, like, it's one of those things where it's like it's that's that's like a straight guy's idea of what a hot guy is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tim Riggins. Yes. Yeah. But also there's that whole this is the tangent. And a straight woman's idea. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait. Have we talked about this? My heterosexual woman's perspective is that Tim Riggins is hot. No, but um, there's that whole theory about if you ask a guy, like, how hot he finds Ryan, like, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God, yes. If they yeah. say, like, a high number, he's probably straight. Oh, yeah. If they say, like, an average or lower number, start questioning. <laughs> that's the gaydar we need <laughs> I was gonna Jesus. say that's why it's appropriate Sebastian Stan is in this too because I feel like he's very hot to straight women I think he's just like an alright guy like he's not hot but he's he's just alright you know? I never really got it he's a standard guy I well, remember when I he was like getting like... choked against a locker that's a Ooh, different that story that that, was hot. we're not talking about that scene <laughs> when I'm saying this no I feel like a lot of the Marvel guys are like that kind of like hot in like theory mostly. Yeah, because that's who like they're catering to yeah. mostly. I don't know. I watched Chris Evans and Knives Out, and I was like, I get it. Again. Yeah, that's not. He's not Captain America. That's why. Fair enough. Like yeah. him being Captain America ruined him. Well, I don't know. I feel like bisexual um women really like Captain America. Thor's the Thor. LGBT uh guy. Uh, lesbians love Thor. Yeah, but like, also Captain. Well, I don't know. There's something about. It. There's a very specific demographic of the LGBT community that really likes Marvel characters, like Marvel actors. Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't know, I guess I just, Chris I Evans think, is big. I don't. I don't think any of them are that hot, except for Chris Hemsworth. In, <sighs> at least in my 
opinion. Yeah, who's the hottest Marvel actor? Um, Chris Hemsworth. I can't remember who's in Marvel right now. I would, Mark if you Ruffalo. had asked me a while ago, it was Mark Tom Ruffalo. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston? I would have said that. I never was a Tom Hiddleston girl. <laughs> never did it for me. Except yeah, for when I watched disagree. Kong Skull Island. Then I got it a little bit, but then it went away. See, I got it in Crimson Peak, but Haven't that's maybe Crimson more Peak. what's going on in my life than <laughs> him. I gotta be honest, I'm a Chris Evans girl. <laughs> I understand. Like, yeah, there's sorry. nothing sorry wrong with him. Like, he's, he's great. Hot. He's a good he's a guy. Good looking guy. And I also like Paul Rudd. Well, yeah, Paul Rudd's oh, okay. Ant-Man, yeah. I like Chris Evans when Chris Evans was, like, a shithead. So, like, back when he was in, like, Not Another Teen Movie yeah. and Fantastic Four and Cellular. Like, that's that's and my Scott Chris Pilgrim. Evans. Yeah. Oh, I love Cellular. It's so good. <laughs> cellular? Awesome. Yeah, there's a really good How Did This Get Made about that movie. Well, How Did It Get Made? Because it's good. That's why. <laughs> they, they've started to cross the line, in my opinion. They're doing good movies now. I haven't listened I to them in a while. You heard me say it. They did an episode about this movie. Oh, I'm going to be listening to it. <laughs> they did because they just did old, and I'm like, okay, too far. Too Wait, is that far. the movie where the beach makes them old? Yeah, that it's movie's actually really beach... good. Yeah, old's fucking awesome. I haven't seen it yet. It's good. I, it, like I loved it. it. Yeah, it's good. I think just the general concept is just seems bad. Yeah, but when you're watching it, it's not like it's not like how the internet makes it sound funny. It's, exactly. I don't know. Right. I mean, I haven't. It's seen actually it, but genuinely just... fucking scary. Yeah, it, uh, old is almost like his most like experimental, like almost like art house kind of yeah. moment in some places, and I think that's yeah. why people don't like it because he's trying shit. I'm actually really afraid of getting old. So yeah, I don't know if I'll watch that. Scary. You didn't think the happening was experimental. Because I thought he was trying out a lot of stuff over there. <laughs> I like the part when M. Night Shyamalan himself was taking pictures with a camera. Uh, it's all good. I love old. Love seeing my boy in the movies. Speaking of getting old, yeah, right. This, this movie, is, this film, this is the witchcraft that makes you old. Um, yeah. one more thing about the swimming, and then we'll stop. <laughs> no please continue they in this race they kept cutting to shots of them breathing to the side which was really I hated those shots um but also Why? They, what when do you when do you breathe when are you supposed to breathe not to the side no I was that's that's correct oh, okay I just I'm didn't like the shot technique from you um well <laughs> Speaking of, so they kept, the way that was shot was as if they were making eye contact. You cannot fucking make eye contact no. <laughs> while you're swimming like that. I mean, you can, like, look to see where they are, especially when you're breathing to the side. But, like, you're, you're not making eye contact and, like, intimidating the other person <laughs> while you're swimming. That is just, that is how you lose focus and ran your head into the wall. <laughs> and that's how it happened. That's how I it happened. I think they were just doing that, like... So that, because they wanted to do the shot where his eyes change color to show that he's doing the magic, but, like, I feel like they just put in the extra shots of their faces, like, so that the it, like, it wasn't just out of nowhere a shot of him, ch his eyes changing color, you know? 
Still they're just setting it up for the audience. And the audience like isn't confused when there's just a random shot from the side of him like breathing. I don't know. I guess. That seems like pretty thoughtful filmmaking. So I don't think that was the intent. <laughs> um, and you mentioned their gear, <laughs> uniform. <laughs> um, yeah, no one would be wearing what at least Taylor Kitsch was wearing. Cause, what? I mean, some people Those would wear low-rise bikini bottoms. Well, exactly. why not? <laughs> like, like people, guys will swim in speedos, and like that's fine. But that was not a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't matter it looked awesome or what are called <laughs> jammers which those go all the way to your knee That so normally people wear those for races so definitely not whatever the fuck Taylor was wearing <laughs> I think they're they gave him a normal size swimsuit That's really he's just were. packing so much heat and has such a large dump truck <laughs> he was filling it out it just, in it just a, a large it dump truck that boy is thin as a twig <laughs> Because it was not a Speedo. It literally looked less... It covered less than a Speedo would. <laughs> Somehow. I'm sorry, Tim Riggins, for objectifying you. He knew what he was getting into when he took that role. What's he up to now? Has he been in anything recently? Probably. Well, I don't know. I'll look into that it's, later. He, he, he definitely, like... They tried for so long to make him famous, and it just never worked. Don't be mean. I'm not being mean! It just wasn't his time, that's all. Ugh. God, cast him in something. Um, cast him in a, a opposite Jonah Hill in a Martin Scorsese picture. That'll get him on the charts. Well, what's the upcoming one? The uh, Jonah Hill's about to play Jerry Garcia. I know. Get him in that Grateful Dead movie. Yeah. So help me God. I'm about to take a job as Taylor Kitsch's manager. <laughs> You'll do wonders because apparently his current one's not doing too hot. Get him in this movie. After this swimming scene, they go into the locker room. And this is really yeah. the most important scene in the movie, <laughs> according oh, to many. A lot of the guys were in towels, as you know, often a locker room scene in a movie. I read on IMDb that um, apparently there's full frontal nudity in this, like shot these shots when they originally did it, but then they wanted a PG-13 rating. They decided so they CG'd steam in to cover up. Junk. <laughs> so upsetting. Wow, that's wild. Wow. What a bummer. <laughs> they could have just had the dicks out for the boys, but they yeah. didn't do it. Well, I shame. guess they did have them out for the boys. <laughs> we got bare ass, though. There well, was bare we ass. We got some ass. Guys, they all had socks on, so it's not gay. <laughs> so this I don't think they have socks on. <laughs> Why would you be walking around a locker room with just socks? So it's not gay, Quinn. Why the fuck else? <laughs> Athlete's foot. Athlete's foot. Actually, I feel like socks would also not help yeah, with that. Yeah, you but... want to wear a little flippies. But this is the scene where, um, who did he, who choked him? I don't I think know. It was a random I don't... person. Was it just well, a guy? I not tell half of these guys apart. Was it Chase Crawford? No. If no. anything, it would have been Blondie, I think. But no, I thought he had long no. hair. I don't I think it was the anyone long hair guy. I don't oh, think it was... it was the guy who vaguely looked like he was on Degrassi. Yeah, they got into it at that bar because um, of a pool thing, and it must right. have been that. It was that same guy. Anyways, he chokes Sebastian Stan, he... and it's really hot. Well, it what starts happened? with him calling yeah. him the F slur. Yeah, it oh, does. No. 
Right. He's That's like, what are you looking at? Fun. And then um, he says the, the F slur. And then uh, what's his name is like, um, I was looking at the thing between your legs. It's like a penis, only smaller. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what a diss. Oh, what a, also, what a comeback to be called. <laughs> Yeah. To that, to being called that word. Yeah, that's true. And then um, that's when he pushes him up against the wall and chokes him a little bit. And they look at it. They're both enjoying this moment. He was like, like choking him like he hated him. Sebastian Stan was having a little too good of a time filming this. <laughs> like, just a little too much fun. Quinn, yeah. you didn't get that one by me like you thought you did. No, I was I was doing it for you. You're pitching the really... right audience. They're really enjoying enjoying each other's. Yeah, no, he's grinning yeah. ear to ear. It's honestly, you know what? Fair enough. And that's when, when Tim Riggins, Taylor Kitsch, sees this raw sexual energy coming oh from Sebastian Stan. He's like, I gotta talk to my girlfriend. She better not talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I've seen what he can do. It's too hot. <laughs> He's like, too powerful. Truly, though, it's so bizarre. Because <laughs> immediately he's like, "That's it. I gotta go talk to my." I don't know how you watched that scene. He's like, "I'm worried about my girlfriend." <laughs> I'm worried about me. That guy is clearly so straight. <laughs> yeah, he's coming for my girl. I know it. Um, and then she, they get into a fight because he's jealous. Honestly, Did we though, even see them hanging out together? Yeah, they've been hanging out through like they were hanging out at the bar together. I think I if I think Sebastian Stan's character is pretty bisexual, so maybe you should worry about your girl because he does give off. I don't know. It's he it was both the, ways. It was the pure sexual energy coming from him. He's like, I gotta I gotta hide her. I gotta hide my girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's too powerful. Yeah, that's when they realize that. Sebastian Stan is also using. <laughs> and they go have a secret meeting in a little cave with a million candles around them. At one point they mentioned that there was one one guy, one family that was burned at Salem um, of the Ipswich the witches but um, the rest of them survived. And I don't, I don't know if it's now that we find out that it was Sebastian Stan, or if he reveals it later. But, like, he is... It was his family. Yeah. Turns out the other family did survive. They... And have had a secret legacy. They, like, recognize a name, like, Goody Pope or something, and they look up the Book of the Damned, or Book of Dam- Damnation, and then, like, find Agnes... Her name was Agnes Goodwin Pope or something. And she was the one who accused... The guy, John, whatever, of being a witch, and that's why, because, like, he was creating spiders or something. Yeah, there's some weird lore, and it was just a lot to keep up with. Too much, even. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't do a good job explaining it, either. Right. Like, there's something with spiders, but, like, that was never explained, but those were a thing. That's a flaw of this film, is there's so much lore, but they don't spend any time with it they're just like oh yeah this is how it works but also we're not gonna bother doing much with it like they just throw some text at you what the funniest thing about the spiders is they're like it's a sign of magic 
But, like, the main girl in this, like, sees a spider and she's, like, instantly, like, oh, it's magic. Not the fact that, like, there just could be, sp- there are also spiders in the world. Right. <laughs> yeah. Tim Riggins and his girlfriend get into a fight because he's jealous. That's when Sebastian Stan goes and, like, knocks him off a motorcycle and sends him to the hospital or yeah. whatever. And then we, like, barely see him again in the movie. No. Fucking crime. It got to the point where I thought he maybe have died. Yeah. yeah. At least he, like, had a reason to be out of the movie, as opposed to the other two who just, like, disappear for no reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They just lost track of that guy. But when... Because he was like, stay away from my girlfriend. And he's like, I wasn't coming for your girlfriend. I was coming for you. And you're like, ooh, spicy. (laughs) Sebastian, he's back at it again. (laughs) Stealing these men's hearts. And then this was the Miss Muffet line. Oh, my God. So bad. That was a mistake. And I I didn't even write down what the line was. I just wrote down Miss Muffet. Did, um... Did we skip the scene where, um... Most likely, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they kissed. No, no, oh, we can't skip that one. But that didn't on. ha- that the, didn't happen yet. Yeah, the um the girlfriend or the blonde girl, she <laughs> like wakes up in the middle of the night and like because a spider like crawled on her and then she looks around and her whole room, her like bed is covered in spiders and she gets out of her bed and like the room is covered in spiders and there's spiders on the ceiling. And she looks at her roommate, and her roommate is covered in spiders and being bit. And then she wakes up, and it was all just a dream. Um, but apparently, uh, the roommate is now actually in the hospital for a bunch of spider bites or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is when, um, what's his name? Uh, Taylor Kitsch. Is it him? Who's, who's killed who's uh knocked off the motorcycle yeah yeah um yeah. he's like going to see her or something and then um because it's his GF. sebastian stan is like uh, are you going to save miss muffet she was al- already like scared away by a spider or something like that real weird line yeah Just it was not in- natural it was so weird it, well it was like tried to say so creepily but it was just like Miss it Muffet. was just weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the scene where she wakes up with the spiders was genuinely. That creepy. was probably the best scene in the movie. It was yeah. creepy and gross. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's fucked up. Outside of the choking. Yeah, <laughs> well done. I just well, want to be clear, uh, guys. I, I feel like we're also underselling the very odd kiss. We we're haven't gotten to it. <laughs> I know, but that's if we're talking next... best scenes in the it's movie, the next, it's the next scene. Next scene, um, we cut to the blonde girl. Do we know her name? Nope. I don't know. Sarah? Sure. I mean, we've been referring to all of them as, like, other characters they've played. (laughs) Except Pogue Perry, because that one stands out. The blonde girl's at home, and there's a knock on the door, and it's her boyfriend. Which one is the boyfriend? War and Peace. The main character, War and Peace. Yeah. Who is, I think okay. is Caleb, Caleb Danver. Caleb Danver. Look at you, knowing names. Which is close names. to Carol Danver. I know his name is Caleb, for sure, yeah. It's la- his last name is Danver. It's Caleb Danver. Um, but yeah, he shows up and he's like, uh, what's his name is, is got into an accident and you're not safe here. And then while they're having their conversation, 
another knock is on. <laughs> they hear another knock on the door, and she goes and opens it, and it's her boyfriend, the same guy who was just there. And he's like, "Oh, the what's his name had an accident," and she like looks, up, and then she like disappears. She like dissolves into smoke, and then <laughs> um, the first guy that showed up, his face dissolves, and he he reveals that he's actually Sebastian Stan, and that the girl. Shows up on the bed right next to him, like asleep. That's what's. That's the the moment the magic confused me the most, because he like disintegrates her, yeah, and then reintegrates her. But now she's unconscious and also in a different outfit. <laughs> and it's he like, he'd make a change. What's going on? See, I also thought like he. That's what happened, but then I was starting to think like maybe it was a projection. Like, yeah, he, that's what I thought. Like, but, like, he, why did but they he had made her invisible and then projected her. But also at the same time, how long was he sitting there waiting for the other guy to come in? No, yeah. but they were having a conversation before then, weren't they? Right. right. So why would he be talking to yeah. his projection of her? Exactly. And he would have had to have been waiting for the other guy to come in just for that moment. Which would be he was weird. performing for the audience. That's why. <laughs> the You're right, Harish. My God, you cracked it. That's when the threat happens, and Sebastian Stan is like, I'm going to kill her if you don't give me your power once yeah. you ascend on your he's basically, birth time. He's like, I want your load. I want it. <laughs> give it to me. Will me your yeah. load. He says, give me that. <laughs> and, um, and that's when we haven't seen. They, they <laughs> fight a little as bit. As soon as you turn 18, come visit me in this <laughs> abandoned house and give me all your power. And I have a little <laughs> gift for you. <laughs> Gross. Um, so yeah, they like fight and eventually for a very long time, Sebastian Stan is fully, fully on top of Warden Beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's very, threatening him. Very sensually. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving. And then literally gives him a little goodbye kiss. And then for some reason on the way out fixes a mirror too. Just right. for the they, hell of it. They love fixing the glass. They're like, oh, yeah, I we got it. this in the budget. Let's do it. Let's do it four the reason, times. The reason Sebastian Stan is more powerful than everybody else is because his dad, like, he convinced his dad to will him his powers. Mm -hmm. So he's like a more powerful witch than everybody else. No, he killed Already. his dad for it, right? No, his dad's yes. alive. No, he killed. No, his... the other guy's dad is alive. Sebastian Stan's dad. I think oh, yeah, dead. no, he killed his dad. Yeah. Never mind. But no, he still had to like will yeah. it to him, right? And, and you also, don't get their powers just from killing the random kid that was found in the car that was dead. I think we can assume he stole his powers too. No, he no, didn't have he powers. Didn't have powers. He, he just killed saw him doing magic. Yeah, he, he saw him doing magic. Oh, oh. Also, um. Uh, I guess I think it's the next scene, but um, Caleb explains that uh, when you will summon your powers, you die. Yeah, and that's why he doesn't want to will his powers to the to this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, like him killing his father and his father willing his powers. Same thing. Same. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. So yeah, then he's coming up with this plan to like have his girlfriend not be murdered. And also stay alive. So that's, <laughs> that's right. the battle. And then he sends his girlfriend off to the ball <laughs> with his two <laughs> friends, with Chase Crawford and the other guy that and was Blondie. the red herring. Yeah. 
And um, they do a very bad job at watching her <laughs> and lose her within minutes. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Sebastian Stan has her just floating, unconscious, in his <laughs> little barn. Um, and that's like when how... War and Peace comes up and they are both very wet. <laughs> I like how, but because this is like the anti-craft, they were like, the women were did too much in the craft. The women in this movie need to do absolutely nothing. They're just gonna yeah. float. They can't. They're gonna they will be literally unconscious. be unconscious for the last forty five minutes of this movie. <laughs> yes, both of the women are. Yeah, unconscious. you're right. Both of them are. And the one's a drunk. <laughs> the other, his mom's a drunk, so she's not that helpful either. Wow. The mom also just shows up out of nowhere. Um, and in that ending scene, but we'll get to it. Yeah, because earlier yeah. we we meet his mom briefly. We we meet War and Peace's mom, and we find out his dad is like a hundred years old, but in reality is like forty four. Because yeah. he used his powers too much, and That's... she's worried, and his mom's worried that he's going to. Mm-hmm. That's how so... I feel now that I'm twenty five. Gonna use your powers. You're too old. I have. I feel like that guy. So then they went to that M.I. Shyamalan beach. I'm sorry, Lauren. (laughs) Um, that's when they have their weird witch fight, which is basically just throwing energy at each other. I guess it's just airbending. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Um, their powers are so confusing. It's so stupid because like. Magic fights are always so underwhelming. It's always either shooting lasers at each other like in Harry Potter or it's this kind of thing where they're just like throwing each other against the wall but without touching each other. It went on for like 40 minutes too long. It was so long. Like, I I think if you're doing a magic fight, like, you can do anything. Like, the powers weren't even defined in this so like it could have been like really cool where like I don't know, like, they, the house disappears and they, like, start tricking each other. Yeah. Um, like, make a bunch of clones of yourself. Like, you could do so much instead of just, like, throwing air at, throwing little balls of air at, at mm-hmm. each other. Harish, this was like, clearly I, not a magic no- wits. No. I notoriously hate the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. I think they're the worst thing Marvel's ever done. <laughs> but... I love what they did with like Mysterio in that fight scene. Yeah. Near the end. Yeah. That when was they cool. start getting with all those illusions and really like maximize that potential, that's yeah. what a magic fight should look like. And even like Doctor Strange is still like shooting lasers at each other basically, but they do like more interesting visual effects, at least. Um But also they not... fuck with reality while they're doing stuff. Yeah, too. like they do like kaleidoscope stuff, which is cool. It's not magic, but I think the fight scenes in the Umbrella Academy are always pretty cool. Yeah. Like, even when they're not using magic stuff, like, yeah. when Diego throws his knives, like, yeah. it's still, like, cool looking and interesting enough to, like, not be... Right. Like, boring. And they but... can basically do whatever they want there, too. Like, they, the one woman just, like, says stuff. That's pretty sick. I think it'd be pretty cool if they just conjured up a gun. <laughs> it'd be a lot more effective. I, they, I think they can't. Yourself. Like, just do some shit like that. My like, magic power is making a gun. <laughs> I can pull guns out of my hat. Hey, you guys should read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> These guys should read so, Chainsaw um, Man. Then they just kind of fight. Yeah. yeah. And then um, and the... his... 
Go ahead. His mom, War and Peace's mom, like, gets sober enough to go to his dad, be like, kill yourself and give your our son your power. And he's like, bet. And then he does. <laughs> and now, um, since he ascended and was willed power, now War and Peace is the strongest witch, and he defeats Sebi Stan. I'm new in yeah. town. <laughs> and then it just kind of ends. I don't know. I yeah, feel like it's really it's, it. It's yeah. very sudden ending. It's, live... Like it starts super quick and then it ends super quick. They're just happily ever after. With and powers in now. the middle, nothing happens. <laughs> yep. Really not at all. And that's the covenant. So. Oh, it closes like it zooms out. The final shot is zooming out of the book of damnation, and it's chapter seventeen. The Sons of Ipswich. And that's it. Book it's a very Natasha Benningfield moment. Yep. Because <laughs> the rest is still unwritten. Yep. Oh my. <laughs> Can we get some transition music? Quinn? Um, I'm going to pass this one over to Sam. I don't. Wait, what? What is this? Do a, do a transition music. Oh, like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Perfect. Like that. Perfect. That was beautiful. Brilliant. So, <clears throat> drinking game. Ooh, a drinking game. Anytime you see a shot of their eyes changing color. Oh my god. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a good Starting one. out brutal. Um, anytime Chase Crawford is on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so little. That's You're really fine, fun. but just for fun. Anytime you feel the homoeroticism. Mm. Chug when he gets choked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a full oh, finish your shots, finish your drink. Um, do a BJ shot or something, you know, make it themed. <laughs> you can have a whole fifth anytime the two female characters talk to each other. <laughs> oh, does this enjoy movie while you can. pass the Bechdel test? I don't think they talk about anything but men. No, they talk. Yeah. A, they... they talk about the witchcraft. Does that count? Because it was a coven of men. I guess kind of. Yeah, probably. It's probably still, it's still related like, to kind them. Of re- because of the men that they're talking about. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, There's probably like one line where she's like, nice hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a drink? I saw spiders in my dream. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Are they both named? We'll never know. I will never know. Don't ask us. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Oh! It does pass. Wow! What? They, talk about, they talk about a quarter to put the jukebox on. And oh, later, wow. a nurse discusses Dude. Kate's condition with Sarah. No, the quarter thing, she's it's they're talking about men. boys. She's yeah. like, oh, the boys do the boy thing and the girls do the girl thing. And we she's like, having fun. She's like, and now they're having fun. Yeah, and the, the blonde girl's like, oh, well, not me, uh-uh. And then she's like, give me a quarter. And she turns the jukebox on and goes and dances to entertain the boys. Okay. That's a weak pass. Also, the nurse doesn't have a name, so... Yeah, does the nurse have a name? Nurse. That's just women's name. Yeah. Nurse! <laughs> nurse. So, um... I'm worried of coming across as a meninist. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. It's a terrible look from you guys. Anything else? Um, I th- that's plenty already. Yeah. Uh, Molly, it is your turn. <laughs> Love that we're making our guests do it. 
Bum, bum, bum. Beautiful. <clears throat> Be- amazing. How do you fix this movie? Make it gay. Gay. I was Make about to say, it's not movie. gay enough. You gotta lean into that shit. What was Greg Araki doing at the time? What was he directing? Can we get him on that? <laughs> they should have given yeah. this movie to Joel Schumacher, and then we would have had a great film. Yeah, just have this be The Lost Boys. That's yeah. how it's better. God. Yeah. It should have been more lore and less high school bullshit. Mm-hmm. A little more lore, a little less bullshit. Like, I don't want to watch them go around drinking at bars. Who cares? That's boring. They're witches. Yeah. I don't want to watch. Don't go to class. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, I would have them driving and then playing Dragula in the background during that Ooh, scene. Ooh, that's a good call. I don't know. Yeah, I would just, like, lean more into the gay and, like, actually make them witches. Like, they're yeah. not witches. Yeah. Instead, of, Yeah, they're, like, more vaguely powerful. I don't yeah. even know what to call what they are. Like they, yeah. they have superpowers. Like, that's it. It's just superpowers. It's very Chronicle vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I had something, but I'm worried I'll get cancelled, so I'll tell you when we're not recording. <laughs> okay. Was it about Max I mean, Landis? No, I mean, we got the F slur, but I think we should have had someone call someone a queer. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like that probably was in the script at some point. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. they are in Massachusetts, <clears throat> in Ipswich. I wish someone had said this is a gay witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm sorry for that comment Wait, about the... calling someone a queer as a slur. It was wrong. I, as a heterosexual person, should not have said that. It was <laughs> offensive. I apologize to the LGBT community, and I will move forward as being a better ally. <laughs> Good job. Oh, did you write that in the notes app? No, I didn't. I no, that's that's heart, the but... she has that statement memorized because she has to say it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Is someone gonna listen to this and not know? <laughs> Wait, Quinn, does your mom actually listen to this? Sometimes I don't know. <gasps> Too I... late. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Lauren, we cut your that, mom please. Knows you're our last heterosexual. Our last episode was literally lesbian vampire killers, so. Yeah, but I just There's said been worse somebody hate crimes. should call somebody a queer as a slur. You're being you're ironic. Fine. Okay, you're right. I, yeah, this is a nice switch from lesbian vampire killers. We're a lot more pro-gay now. Yeah. <laughs> was that mo- Did that movie make you anti-gay? No, yeah, I'm no. saying the movie was anti-gay, oh. and this is a pro-gay movie. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. This just proves that all gay people are witches. No, they're that's vampires. True. <laughs> no, it's not. Not all gay people are witches. All witches are gay people. Oh, fuck you. Right. Actually, I think all the. <laughs> no, that's. Never mind. All gay people Say are it. witches. All lesbians are vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen the not. craft. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. Um, all gay people like are you. witches. <laughs> All lesbians Sorry. are vampires, and everyone who watched this movie is a heterosexual person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just so we're all. On the that same sounds page. about right. Um, speaking of, I mean, we talked about it a lot, but who was this movie for? 
It was supposed to be to get guys to watch it, and they really went in for the guys. <laughs> it, it was for... It was made for teenage guys, but it ended up being for teenage guys who are, like, figuring themselves out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I also think it's for, um... People who got really, really into Marvel, specifically the Winter Soldier, like, mm-hmm. circa 2011 through now, and look back on this movie and are like, aha! It was always <laughs> they, like, there. project onto it. Looking they kind for of, something, They yeah. project onto it hard, yo. I bet. Which I did see in the IMDb trivia that Sebastian Stan did do all of his own stunts. He did. Wow. So, I saw he that. Did well, yeah. He did the kiss himself. He actually stood in the middle of the road. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he was that was that was him waving his hands around. I don't know. What a masterclass actor! I know. He's in Itania, right? Yeah, he's good in that. I still haven't oh. seen that. Oh, that's a oh, that's a really good movie. Oh, I love Itania. When you kind of got your Sebastian Stan, Itania mustache and hair going. Thank you. I'm in my mustache era the, for our listeners at home. The director of Itania is the director of Cruella. They're both very good films. <laughs> Tell them yeah. what you tried to make happen. The new phrase. Are they a friend of Cruella's? <laughs> it means you're bi. <laughs> I love that. I don't. Those who have seen Cruella will get it. I've seen Cruella. You don't get it. <laughs> That's because we're all heterosexuals. Yep. Yeah, this movie turned us. Friend of Cruella. Can I get another transition? Can we get a transition, please? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Classic decom or Disney channel. We could barely hear that. Was that? It was in a school bell. It was. Yeah, a school bell. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So, who left this movie with their dignity intact, if anyone? Sebastian Stan, for sure. I have have more respect for Sebastian Stan now. Mm -hmm. 100%. I feel like we got to see in his soul in this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I honestly say Tim Riggins as well. Yeah, I was going to say, Taylor Kish definitely left his dignity. He didn't didn't have a rough go in this one. Did he? I don't think he he did. He didn't really have anything weird. He was the most normal. His career speaks otherwise. His what? I don't think His this is what did it. Otherwise. It wasn't no, this yeah, movie. Yeah, this isn't what did it. Freaking John Carter or whatever is what did it to him. God. Leave John him Carter. alone. <laughs> you're like, leave Brittany alone, but you're like, leave Taylor Kish alone. <laughs> Chris Colfer has right. to say it. <laughs> um, say something nice about this movie, everyone. I think we have. It's we a have. golden gay time. I like the spider scene. Mm-hmm. I like that it's a little fruity. Yeah, same. I think it was silly. I honestly just like whenever uh, swimming is in a movie, so. <laughs> 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 Let's just do our awards in here. I don't feel like doing another transition music. That's that's fine. <laughs> so awards. What are the awards? So we have three awards. Um, I don't remember when we... I think we might have added the third one since you guys have been on. Oh. Um... The first one, of course, is our Dr. Aunt Mom Award for your um, choices. So these are um, choices that just no one else would make besides this person. So out there choices, anything that's just like that 
typically an actor, but sometimes we've given it to directors. <laughs> um, like, they are just making a choice that, you know, no one else would make. I have one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the choice to make the magical power energy look like cum <laughs> when it's just floating around at that final scene. During the ascension? Yeah. Especially, yeah. Yep. I was gonna say, Sebastian Stan didn't have to act like he liked it so Yeah. I <laughs> know. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, he really brought a different energy to his character than very I think was intended by the script. <laughs> very, very much a choice. Good for him. Yeah. Good choice. It was correct. So, a, a double but... Dr. Ant Mom to Sebastian Stan for loving to be choked and for the VFX supervisor for being real into cum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. Maybe it also was Sebastian Stan. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I have my own interpretation of this movie. Let me roll with it. We're going to find out he's like an executive producer and made all the important choices. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Our next award is the Joey King Award for Dis-Excellence in Acting. This one speaks for itself. Um... Fuck. Who do we want to bring that shame award on to? Should we just do Chase Crawford? If anyone. Since nobody knew he was in this movie the entire time. It's not his fault. It's nothing. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything. I think maybe Blondie. The yeah, red hair Blondie. Guy, probably. Yeah. I feel like, like on our level of giving that award, though, he's like not that bad. It's not like he's mm-hmm. good, but like it's the acting is not the problem with this movie. Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah. Like these these guys are all fine. They're pass- they're all passable performances. Yeah. yeah. Nothing great, but you know, nothing horrific. And the last award is the Alex Moffat Award for uh, missed potential. So this is when someone's in a movie that just um is too good for it, essentially. There's where Chase Crawford gets his award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's, he's good. Like, he, he can play a good, like, he's good at playing, like, a dickhead. And, like, they underutilized him for being a dickhead. He could have been Blondie. Yeah, he easily could have been Blondie in this. Yeah. He was wasted. Yeah. I, they also could have used more Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, we really lost him in the middle of the movie. Yeah, just like. And we should have gotten more worn Peace energy from that guy the whole time and not just halfway through. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. He he didn't bring... He, first half of the movie, he gets the Joey King Award, but then he started bringing his war and peace energy to it, and it got better. Yeah, he got the Alex Moffat. Oh, Kate is Olivia in the Evil Dead remake. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is she the one who cuts her hand with the... Um... No, that's... Oh, no, no, she, she cuts, cuts her, her mouth. face with the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. All right. He's the nurse. Do you want to do transition or do you want me to do it? You got this. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I will always do Big Time Rush. <laughs> At least once in every episode. Nice. Um. So rating. How do we rate this, this movie? Hmm. Once again, I kind of feel like the first half and the second half maybe need two different ratings. If They felt like very different movies to me, at least. That's fair. Or maybe I just started paying more attention. I saw you already posted your letterbox review, Sam. What was your rating on it? Um, uh, do you do out of five or ten on here? On here, five. Out of five. Five. Okay. 
I couldn't remember. Um, so I gave it one and a half stars. Uh, it's just not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I can, I mean, it's fun to, like, if somebody was like, hey, do you want to, like, watch this and make fun of it? I probably would be like, yeah, that'd be fun. But, like, I genuinely did not enjoy this film. <laughs> Other than the few parts in the locker room. <laughs> we yeah. definitely needed more of that energy. I agree with that. One and a half feels right. It's not great um could be better but also like it was fun to watch with friends who were all having a silly time together so for that reason it was fine it's genuinely like mostly fine i think the fighting stuff was silly like in a bad way and a lot of the other stuff was like boring and i didn't care about the setup but some of it was just guys being dudes and that was okay <laughs> I think I agree with that. One and a half feels right. No, we don't all have to give it the same rating, but... No, I'm also going to say one and a half. <laughs> it's not... It's... The the gay stuff is too fun to make it one star. Mm-hmm. But truly, a lot of this really isn't that memorable either. Yeah. It's like, a lot of it's not even, like, making fun of worthy. It's just, like, they're shooting a lot of witch lore at you, and you just gotta hold on and hope for the best. I'm going to give it a titular one star because I'm not Ooh. like other podcasters. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm straight, no. <laughs> uh, I I don't think, like, I think this movie was not um, bad in an interesting way. It was just, like, bad in a very boring way. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, Which it was worse. not really memorable. Um, like, the spider scene was cool, but, like, it's, it wasn't worth it really like nothing else about oh and the scene where the car like explodes and then comes back together was cool but other than that like i did not really care about anything else that's fair it is very boring and slow of a movie yeah i just think that like you could easily remake this movie and make it a really good movie like yeah. it it's not that hard you just got to change a few things and cut like, the lore yeah, or you just need a good writer or cut it down who can or like explain it. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you just need a good writer who could like bring like thread the writing like the lore through it instead of just being like text and then at the very end yeah. more text. Yeah. Like it's just like eh. like who doesn't love a boy witch? Yeah, it's I an mean, untapped uh, market. It could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the classic bitch. Who doesn't love a bitch? We love a bitch. But yeah, it could be easily. I mean, it's just so sad. It's such good potential and they fucked it up real bad so transition one more last one <laughs> beautiful Thank so you. the good the bad the movie this is where we recommend two movies one um bad and one good that just v- vaguely connect or resemble this movie in some way that is up to you to determine <laughs> I have my good. I'll begin there. Um, I'm going to recommend, based off of, you know, like, another thing I like about this movie is, like, the fall, Massachusetts in the fall vibes. I love that aesthetic. So, if you want that, you want more gay, I'm going to recommend the Fear Street trilogy, which I quite enjoyed a lot. Good pick. That was a good pick. So, wait, do we all do our good ones? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that's fine. Or wait, how do you normally? 
we we mix it we up. don't normally do anything <laughs> i i have one i haven't seen it but i feel like it fits um there's this kind of homoerotic coded uh swimming anime called free that i've heard a lot about um people say that it's like unintentionally gay coded at times and there's swimming um love it I also have heard from everyone who watches this show, like, absolutely not to watch it, and that it's an embarrassment to talk about. So I don't know as far as recommendations sit. Um, so so it's right up your alley. I hate you so much. <laughs> That's a, why would you say that to me? <laughs> you invite me onto your podcast. You make fun of me. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to have a good time. You're just trying to be a heterosexual woman, and you're being attacked. <laughs> Why am I being persecuted? <laughs> um, I my good one is The Lost Boys because nice. we already mentioned it, but like this movie is it just wants what The Lost Boys has, and like that's an example of like you can do something like this. You just need to make some because like they're very similar in terms of like theme. Um, but they just fucked this one up real bad. Yeah. My good movie is She's the Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, two shared actors, and also it's just about, like, act- actors who are way too old to be playing high school going to a boarding high school. <laughs> That's about it. Huh. I don't know. Um, my good movie is Pitch Perfect. <laughs> because um, being a witch is kind of like being in, in an acapella group. <laughs> is it? Yeah, you have a power, a special ability, and people um, hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, oh you're right. God. So, pitch perfect. I haven't seen any of the sequels, but the first one's pretty good. Oh my god. Can I do my bad one also? Yeah, we yeah. Go? go ahead. We can start. My that. bad one is all cheerleaders die. No, <laughs> that's a good movie. Wait, I'm gonna make that one my good one and free my bad one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very similar movie. It's about a bunch of girls that become witches, um, and they're all cheerleaders, and they all die, and they're like, um like resurrected dead people um and it's a very similar kind of vibe to this and it's a tipsy terror episode that was the first one i guessed it on (laughs) it was our second episode ever yeah not a good episode not at quinn's terrible audio it was just like we felt bad that quinn was featured as the first feature on such a badly done episode. <laughs> yeah. This is before we let guests pick the movie. <laughs> I know, no. I was I was cornered into it. No, I picked. Really? Yes, yeah. it was before yeah. we let guests pick the movie because then Lauren was a guest and she Yeah, mine to pick also the movie. was not my pick. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's fine. I enjoyed myself. We're fine being your test subjects. Sam, what's your bad? I'm going to go with Supernatural. Fuck you. Um, I know it's supposed to be movies, but the whole time I was watching this, I was thinking about Supernatural because um, the black eyes is the first thing because in Supernatural, to signify that you're a demon, your eyes go fully black like that. And like Supernatural started a year before this movie came out. So 
I'm sure they got the idea from somewhere. Um, it, but also just the sheer homoeroticism because like Supernatural, as we know, is a very straight show, but like the fandom made it real gay uh, due to the fact that there are no women in that either. Um, and they had no choice, but yeah, so I, I, I can't hate on it. I've seen literally every episode. I'm probably going to rewatch it. Like, it's just a bad show, though. Being human, the, at least the U.S. version of it also did the black eyed thing, but it was like 2011 started. So they ripped off both of them. I'm sure it came before Supernatural, too. It's just that's what I associate that with. Yeah. Um, so my bad movie is this movie called The Haunting of Molly Hartley. Um, I don't have the full plot right off the top of my head, but it's like a girl moves to, or a girl is like in a small Massachusetts town and then the things get weird at school and there's like devils and ghosts. Actually, I will spoil part of it right now. It's called The Haunting of Molly Hartley. There's not a damn ghost in this movie. Nobody's being haunted. It pisses me off so much. It's (laughs) bullshit. But it's truly awful in so many ways. And so that's why it's my bad recommendation. Who's next? Uh, Lawrence last to go. Molly, were you switching yours? Yeah, Free is my bad recommendation, and I just haven't seen it. Um, I had another bad recommendation, and I forgot almost immediately. It doesn't matter. Uh, my good recommendation is All Cheerleaders Die because it's an awesome movie. <laughs> and also The Craft. Well, also, yeah, All it's, Cheerleaders it's, it's, Die. It's to include The Craft. Um, All Cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, I should have said The Craft for the good one. Yeah, I'm going to say The Craft for the good movie <laughs> um, instead of Pitch Perfect and. Uh, <laughs> My bad one is all children's die. Also, that movie also just ends suddenly, and um, they never ended up making the sequel, even though it <laughs> ends like as if there's gonna be a sequel. They're they're too afraid. They know it's too powerful. But yeah, my bad movie is Swim Fan, which is oh, another. I think I've seen some of that. <laughs> on it's TV. another horror movie that involves high school swimming. Yeah, <laughs> and um. I don't want to spoil it because it's maybe the best moment in the movie, but it also involves someone (laughs) swimming into something that they shouldn't be swimming into. Um, (laughs) Neither of which makes sense for anyone who has any experience in swimming, but uh, nonetheless, (laughs) it happens in both movies. Yeah. Perfect. Wait, I have one more recommendation I'd like to say. Okay. Um, and ahead. that's Dr. Pepper 10 because it's not for women. This <laughs> 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 movie is not for women. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so funny. Thank you. Thank you. So. Well, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Um,. Any plugs over there? No. There's no other podcast you should be listening to. Nope. Tipsyterror.rip. Yeah. Yeah. Head over there. If you like spooky movies year-round, they'll talk about them. Do we have a guest speaker? Sorry, she had to get that out. All right. Continue. (laughs) And um, 
Yeah, me and Quinn are on some episodes, so you can find those if you want. They're on yeah. the best episodes, I yeah. have to say. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, watch the Crywolf episode. It's very funny. <laughs> Quinn, were you on the Queen of the Damned episode? No, you were on no. the Fright Night no. episodes. Yeah. And I well, would recommend the Teeth episode. Teeth, yeah. Teeth. I'm pretty sure in um, our last episode, that was my good movie recommendation was Teeth. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. Um, but with the audio pitched correctly. Yes. Well, I don't know. I liked it just the same. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, follow, um, head over to Tipsy Terror to listen to that. You can follow us on Twitter at One Star Movies. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>